everybody welcome back i hope you guys enjoyed our little taking a little certain different last week yeah we, we took y'all somewhere different i hope you guys listened to it and enjoyed it yes 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 and i hope everybody's doing well so how was your week this week girl my week this week was a little bit stressful um and we're gonna talk about that in our social conversations um because we got some decisions to make yes and so we're gonna talk about that so my week was good because anytime you're above the ground is mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah. So how was yours? My week was pretty good. Um, a little same, little stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, emotions up and down, basically. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same so, girl. Same. Yep. So yeah, we'll talk about that later in our social conversations. So let's get started on this show. Let's, let's, do, let's it. do it. Metaphysics with Marcy. Peace, peace, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Metaphysics with Marcy. So um, a lot of times I get a lot of people that I interact with who want to know, how did I get started on my spiritual journey? Mm -hmm. So today that's what I want to talk about a little bit. So a lot of us have resigned ourselves to a cliched existence, meaning we indulge in endless distractions, work, social media, video games, television. We like basically spend our time doing meaningless things, Mm -hmm. same day, same thing day after day after day. And it's kind of empty because we're not doing what our heart actually desires. We're just doing what's right there in front of us until Mm -hmm. it's time to go back to work or what have you. Right. So we have shallow relationships because of it. We have health issues. And some of us suffer from loneliness as well. Mm. Um, But there's actually so much more to us as humans than we actually know. And we have qualities within us that are stored within our souls. We protect those at all costs. We don't really show people who we are because we're so ingrained in the TV or right. the Instagrams or the Facebooks or, you know, whatever is right there in front of us. Right. And also, do you think that people engaging into those particular things like the TV, social media, they try to be yes. what it is and that's not their true self? Right. And a lot of times, think about all the filters that are out there. I've been known to use a filter or two. Mm-hmm. You know, and then people start to try to measure up to, oh, well, look at her. She's her skin so perfect. Her eyes are Mm -hmm. this color. Her hair is like this. Mm -hmm. When really it's a filter. That's not even that person. Right. You know, and I actually did hear recently where they were saying that um, Facebook um, increased 21 percent teenagers suicide rate. Really? Yeah, because they were comparing themselves to other people. It was like four girls, fourteen to eighteen. And I was gonna say, is it mainly females? Yeah, yeah. fourteen to eighteen increased twenty one percent. Twenty one percent. So what I'm saying is, we are seeing ourselves as part of society's machine, but we're actually more than the slaves to our nine to five jobs. We're capable of creating deeply meaningful, mystical, and fulfilling lives. We are also capable of finding our true calling and our personal destinies. So for centuries, the indigenous people throughout the world have known that to fully explore the depths of the soul, we have to go on a spiritual journey into the unknown lands within ourselves. Right. That's where it comes from. Here in the Americas... We have religion. 
in many ancient cultures, they had elders and shamans, and they encouraged and oversaw journeys toward a deeper spiritual existence. But sadly, like I said, in our religious cultures, we've lost those sacred rites and rituals. Instead, Orthodox religions are replacing living spiritual, spiritual, spiritual. Instead, Orthodox religion has replaced living spirituality with a theoretical God, dismissing and outlawing personal experimentation in union with the divine ourselves. They are basically, basically what I'm saying is I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. There's a difference. Um, let's see. Let's, so let's talk about the difference. Religion is a specific set of organized beliefs and practices, usually shared by a community or group, meaning you have the pastor, the reverend, the bishop, the father, and then you have the congregation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So their beliefs come from the teacher to the members. Mm -hmm. Or as and for this conversation, we'll call them converts because you know they have converted to this religion. Right. So and it's either based on a formally documented creed or cultural practices, meaning they have a written text that's their guide. Like Christians use the Bible, Muslims use the Quran, mm -hmm. Indians use the Bhagavad Gita. Mm -hmm. So everyone has a holy book that they read out of. A religious person is usually committed to following the guidelines set by his or her religion. An example of that might be Christians go to church on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Jews observe the Sabbath. And Muslims, they fast during Ramadan. Mm -hmm. So based on their holy book, they're doing what this book tells them to do. Right. Okay? Spirituality is more of an individual practice, though. Yes. It has nothing to do with the congregation and the lady with the nice hat on Easter Sunday. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with having a sense of peace and a sense of purpose. Spirituality is about one's soul and their inner self. Being spiritual involves holding one's personal set of beliefs and practices and searching for their individual purpose of life. Right. Because we all were put here for different purposes. Do you think you fulfilled your purpose or do you know what your purpose is, Trace? Um, partly I feel like I know what my purpose is and I don't feel like I have fulfilled it you know, mm -hmm. completely, maybe partly, mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I know what there's is your purpose. You I think? know there's more, um, to help people. Like mm -hmm. I know part of like help people with health and well being. I know part of it is that, and it's like, um, part of it is helping them know who they're, who they are too. Mm -hmm. You know I mean? Like spiritually who they are. <clears throat> right. And see, for me, it's kind of the same path. I feel like I'm a healer and I feel like I was brought here to work with children. Mm -hmm. um, just the way children take to me, mm -hmm. the way people who are in our tribe, as we call them, mm -hmm. take to me. Mm -hmm. So I know what my purpose is and I'm in the process of fulfilling mm -hmm. it. So with that said, do you feel like you're more spiritual or more religious? Definitely spiritual. Yeah, me too. The goal of spirituality is to realize one's inherent power to combat all of life's challenges and connect with something greater than oneself. Spirituality is a universal, personalized experience and everyone's experience is unique. Yep. One, may be, one may describe a spiritual experience as being sacred or truly a sense of liveliness and feeling interconnected or just pure gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I will say that most people I know that live a spiritual life, that's the first thing they do. They, they could have nothing and they still find something to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. what keeps them going for the little bit that they do have. Mm -hmm. The fact that you have, you know, the fireplaces going and, you know, I have a roof over my head with some crows outside that I can hear that are <laughs> a little annoying right now. But <laughs> the fact that I am able to be here and hear them, I'm appreciative of it. Right. You know, so it's the small things. It's the little things. What, uh, let me ask you, Trace, um, how did you know that you wanted to live a spiritual life? Well, I think it was just kind of there. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> since I was younger, like things would happen. So, of course, when you're younger, you don't understand it as much. But as you get older, you begin to understand as, you know, speaking to your parents, you know, or your parent, my mom would be that. 
but um, just different things that has happened led me to know that this is my path. Even mm-hmm. though I went through different like religions, you know, I went to different churches, different, you know, every time I knew I was like, this isn't, this is not where it's for me, you know, mm-hmm. every single time it was not for me. So eventually after I finished studying with the Israelites, I, it was like, okay, um, no. Right. And that's when I really started like going more within. Mm-hmm. Because even when I was studying or going to different things, things would, like I'm telling you, stuff would come to me and I'm like, oh my God. And I can t- call my brother because it, he, he's been, he's been there for way, way, way longer than me. Mm-hmm. But um, I would call and tell him what happened. Like, oh my God, this just came to me, blah, 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 blah. You know? And so, um, but yeah, after the Israelites girl, that was it. Right. I was done. I was like, this, the no. And then that's when more stuff started coming out mm-hmm. in regards to my spirituality. Yeah. So you can belong <clears throat> to a religious group and still be spiritual and vice versa. Mm-hmm. That That's truth. The main difference between spirituality and religion <clears throat> are individual thought versus group thought. Yeah. That's the main thing. That is thing. true. And I, too, had a religious practice that I was practicing in the Morris Science Temple of America. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I think the teachings that I learned there, not I think, I know they were on point. I Mm -hmm. still use them right now today. I Mm -hmm. still look at my Circle 7 and read it and get lessons out of it. What I couldn't resolve was the leadership behind that organization in my particular temple. Mm-hmm. Um, you're teaching us to be this way, act like this, do this, be this way, but you're not doing that. So how am I supposed to go out here and get other brothers and sisters to come into our organization living this kind of way? When I know behind closed doors, you as the head of the temple are doing some shady, shady business and not just with me, like several members of, mm-hmm. you know, my temple. Doesn't that, um, doesn't it happen with even religious churches too? Well, yeah. I mean, even like, look at how you hear about now, like all the uh, Catholic priests and molestation. And you see those commercials all the time. Do you feel like you mm-hmm. were touched as a young, you know? Mm-hmm. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. And I feel like people use religion as a way to get people in. Yeah. Not all. Not all yeah. churches and things yeah, are I doing know. that. But some of them are. Yeah. yeah. And because you want to believe so badly, you think that it's okay. Because you're trying to, what it is also too, you're trying to find something. Yeah. You're trying to find a home place, a home base mm-hmm. to, 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 that people think like you or you're, you're just trying to find something mm-hmm. to believe in, I guess, mm-hmm. so to speak. And so, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I believe that they can spot that a mile away. Mm-hmm. Especially like a green person who, like you said, like, oh, I know she's looking for something we could play on her. Mm-hmm. Right. So I want you guys to really understand that spirituality focuses more on the quality of the message versus just the message. So what do I mean by that? Let's talk about the story of Moses and the 10 commandments, right? Christians will focus on the actual scripture. Whereas somebody who's spiritual may take away something broader from the story, like being grateful Mm -hmm. for the things one's one has in Mm -hmm. their life, Mm -hmm. always being honest, something like that. There's just a difference in the way that you perceive information. Basically. That is true. So let's talk about how to know you're being called to take a spiritual journey. So there's 12 signs I want to talk about. And you guys tell me on our social medias, hit us on our page, because I'm interested to know Mm -hmm. if anybody is experiencing any of these 12 signs. And there's more, but these are some of the more common ones. Right. And reach out to us, because I'd love to help you along your spiritual path, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... 12 signs. One, you feel lost in life. Like, what am I doing with myself? What am I supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. You long for a place that you feel like your true home. You talked about this before, Tracy, where you said you felt before, like, I want to go home. Yeah, I would be sitting like in my apartment or wherever. And I'm like, I want to go home. And I knew I was like, wait a minute. Like, and it was a longing. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like it was a it was a strong longing 
And, you know, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a trip. And I, and I was just like, wow, I, I don't, I, f- I don't feel like I belong here. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's like, I, I'm, this place is not for you. Yeah. It's funny because I find myself like hibernating in my home because I feel like anytime I have to go out, I'm like, oh God, okay, here we go. I just, I don't know. It's just a different energy on the earth right now too. Mm-hmm. So that could be it. But I digress. Number three, you keep wondering what your meaning or purpose is. Number four, you feel like you have a big destiny to fulfill, which is yet to be revealed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're supposed to be doing something, mm-hmm. but you don't know what it is. Uh, number five, you sense that there's much more to life than what we see. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I experienced that. Mm-hmm. You're experiencing strange synchronicities, signs, symbols, yep. numbers. Yep. You're shedding your old self and you're transforming, but you don't know who you truly are yet. But the way you may have responded to something two months ago mm-hmm. is not the same way you're responding to it now. Right. Where you may have argued with somebody about something at work. Now you're just like, okay, whatever. Just think what you mm-hmm. want and just keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a sense of nostalgia and nagging, longing for something you can't pinpoint. Yep. I've had that too. You experience bouts of melancholy, depression, and like a crisis. Like there's something going on, like, Mm -hmm. but you can't really pinpoint it. You feel extra sensitive and fragile. Me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It feels like the rug has been pulled out from underneath you and you're falling. So these are all signs, guys, that you are being called to take a spiritual journey. So our journeys, we're going to talk about the three worlds of this spiritual journey, okay? Mm -hmm. So often our journeys start when we experience a spiritual awakening of some sort. Yeah. For me, it was being in the temple. And in the temple is where I learned about meditation. I mean, you know, you hear about meditation, this and that. But when I really, really, really got into meditation Mm -hmm. and what it actually does for the body and numerology and astrology Mm -hmm. and crystal therapy, all that stuff started for me in the temple. Mm Mm-hmm. So I had those modalities that I learned there, but on the outside, I'm seeing like the heads of the temple doing all this other stuff. And I'm just like, so that's human to me, if that makes sense. What I mean by that is the astrology, numerology and all that stuff. That's not a human thing. It's, it's metaphysics. Right. But doing certain things to certain members, that's a human thing. That's you making a decision that you're going to do whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. And it confused me. So when I left that temple, and you remember, I was completely lost. I was like, my, you know, my parents, God bless their hearts. They didn't really understand what Islam was. So they went by what they knew. And, it, and you know, it wasn't put in the best light. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. When you think about um, Muslims, people think about terrorists. Mm-hmm. And that's just not true. It's, not. it's just not. <laughs> But, you know, not to say that my parents thought I was a terrorist, but when you hear, oh, I'm a Muslim, they think I'm hanging around this type of Mm -hmm, person, right? mm -hmm. So I had to come home and try to shed that, you know, let them know, like, that's not who I am. Right. You know, and try, even with my friends, and trying to find my way in this spiritual world, shedding this religious world, Mm -hmm. and trying to find what fits Marcy, So I started to write down what I was going through and how I was feeling. I study all religions and cultures of the world. That's Mm -hmm. just something I've always done. And I take pieces from here, from Mm -hmm. there, from this and that. Mm -hmm. And I make the religion of Marcy, if Mm -hmm. you will. Um, But one culture, the Andean culture, these are people from South America. Their culture speaks about three worlds that we can experience in life. The upper world, the middle world, and the lower world. These three worlds correspond to the different realms of the self, mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. I. The upper world is the home of the spirit. The lower world is the home of the soul. And the middle world is the home of the physical body and your ego. Let's start with the middle world. That's where your personality is developed. So in our everyday lives, we function within the middle world. We interact with people, we mm-hmm. talk, and it's responsible for our eagle development. And yet many people on the spiritual path ignore this vital element of their growth. 
people think that in the spiritual world, like, and, and this is, it's interesting because people think that because you're spiritual, you're not supposed to ever have an attitude. Right. You're not ever supposed to get angry or upset. And I don't like when that happens because it, come on, we have emotions. Period. And that's (laughs) what I tell everybody. Like, just because I understand why I'm acting a certain way doesn't mean I'm going to get around it. I'm still human and I still got to go through it. Now, I might get through it quicker than you because I do understand things being a spiritual person. But I'm still a person. I'm Mm -hmm. still a human being. Mm -hmm. So... I digress again. (laughs) In life, we all begin within the middle world or our physical realm. And as children, we go through various years of personality change. Think about like how you change from kindergarten to middle school Mm -hmm. to high school, right? Mm -hmm. Yet many of us fail to continue our self-development. And we get lost in jobs, in the internet, in TV, and our shows, in the pursuit of money and status and fame, et cetera, All et cetera, et cetera. All that stuff. So the goal of the middle world is to develop a healthy personality or ego. Mm-hmm. But because we have all these distractions of the world, instead of working on us, taking those moments on Sunday where you don't turn the TV on until Insecure comes on at 10 o'clock tonight, <laughs> <laughs> and you actually spend the day doing something for mm-hmm. yourself, we sit and we watch TV and program and program and text and text. And that goes to say like being in the world, but not of the world. Yes. We have to be in the world. You're right. Because. But you don't have to be of it. You sure don't. And spiritually, that's where, that's what happens spiritually. You're not of it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So next up, let's talk about the lower world. Soul discovery. Our soul is the vital, mysterious, and core of our individual selves. It is the unique essence within us that goes deeper than our personalities. Our personalities is what I want you to see about me, mm-hmm. how I'm showing you how I am. But our soul, if we have a soul connection or a soulmate of mine, then you're going to know that that joking that I just did, I'm really hurt behind it mm-hmm. on a soulful level. Mm-hmm. Whatever you said hurt me, if you mm-hmm. know me. Mm-hmm. So think of your soul as a stream that's connected to the ocean of spirit. Our souls contain our destiny, purpose, gifts, and the ultimate significance of our individual lives. So to access these deep layers and qualities, we have to go into the lower world, the world of the unconscious mind. Unfortunately, our culture has protected us from the hardships and dangers of this descent into the soul. And I don't know why, because this is where you grow. When you go through those valleys, that's where you get your lessons. That's where you get your lessons. But religion will teach you pray and it'll go away. Ask for something to be taken from you and it'll go away Mm -hmm. instead of, and I'm not saying that that's wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm saying the difference between religion and spirituality is religion says, pray that it'll be taken from you and it'll be done. Spirituality says, get in there. And see why you're going through that. What Mm -hmm. part did you play in you going through this? Mm -hmm. And how can you do it different next time so you don't have to repeat it? Right. Because we repeat lessons when we don't get the lesson. That is the truth. (laughs) So get your lesson. It's every, that's what life is about. Mm -hmm. Learning from each other, getting our lessons and moving forward. Yes. I don't necessarily believe that you can pray for something and it just happens. I think you have to do some of the work. Well, honestly, praying is the same as asking. So if you pray for something, let it go. Because if you continue to pray for it every day, that means you do not have the faith that it's going to come to you. But if you let it go, like, okay, I pray that, you know, things get, you know, da, da, da. So you let it go. You don't think about it anymore. You're, you, I mean, you seriously don't think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You gave it to creator or, you know, however you pray you gave it there then that then that's when it starts then you can start working on you and focus on you and all that kind of stuff but you have to let it go you can't keep pounding on it because that really shows no faith well you haven't released it for so it can manifest if you're holding on to it right and that's also being no faith there's no faith that it's going to happen because you keep asking Mm -hmm. (laughs) i remember my mom told me one time that she had some friends that were religious in nature, mm-hmm. and they had told her that meditation was evil. 
I've never even heard that. And I had never heard that either. But, you know, I used to do hosts hosting. You've mm-hmm. been there at my mom's yeah. house of mm-hmm. meditations. And um, she had invited some people and they were like, oh, no, we don't meditate. Like, it was a bad thing. And I, And when she told our meditation group that, we all were like, what? Like, how, what? But that's, some right. religions do teach that. And it doesn't make sense At to all. me, like, or to a lot of people, it probably mm-hmm. doesn't make sense, but it just doesn't make sense that that would be something bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that the descent into our lower world is feared and avoided because it's a hard journey. Actually looking at yourself and seeing how you caused a relationship to end, you caused yourself to lose this job, you caused yourself mm-hmm. to whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's hard to look at and accept at times for some people. Yeah, it is. So they don't take that journey. They don't take that journey. Um, Christianity refers to this place as hell. Within our lower world lies our repressed thoughts, feelings, desires, traumas, and our denied gifts. Mm -hmm. So when we go there, we're going to come across many demons. Mm -hmm. It's just natural. And other parts of our shadow selves that we've been unconsciously hiding from. But it's such a rewarding experience to actually look at yourself and figure out, aha, that's why that happened. And yeah, Mm -hmm. you got to go through the hurt again of remembering something that may have happened, but you learn. Mm -hmm. I got some valuable information the other day. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine, shout out Yvette. And she helped me see something that I had been struggling with for a long time. You and I have talked about Mm -hmm. it. And after we talked about it, you were like, I never thought about it like that. But the way she put it, yeah. she hit it right on she the did. And it was so freeing. Mm-hmm. It really was from that moment. It was so freeing. So thank you, Vet. I appreciate you, sis. That's the same way with you. When I was denying, like you said, I, I, I asked you a question mm-hmm. about something. And you were like, <laughs> because you act like I don't know that this is not. But I didn't realize that I was what I was doing. I was holding, I was not wanting to go there. I was, you know what I mean? Did I explain that right? I don't know if I did, but you explained it right to me, but I don't know if our listeners. So without saying too much, Tracy had asked me a question about her behavior lately and not that it was bad, but how she was acting. And so I was like, you're acting like this because X, Y, and Z. And she was like, no. And I was like, Yes, you're acting like I can't see you. I know Tracy just as well as she knows me, which is very well. So <laughs> we know each other well, yes. very well. So she could tell me anything, and she's on point, and and vice same, versa. Same, yeah. So I could see that she was struggling with this situation, and she told me like whenever I bring the situation up, you act different, and it wasn't because of the content of the conversation. It was because I felt like she playing me. <laughs> Every time she would talk about it, she would be like, no, 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 I don't care about that. And I'd be like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) knowing different. And then she actually, like she's saying right now, she was able to get with herself and see like, maybe I am. Mm -hmm. Because it's something you said. You said because you're not, you don't want to. That's what you were saying. You don't want to, but it's no matter what I do, it's there. And Mm -hmm. there's nothing I just have to let it be. I mean, her whole ethers change whenever <laughs> she talked about the certain subject. And but it was like recently, you your ethers changed too. When I brought it up, I was like, I would bring it up, and you would just like you would just it wouldn't be anything. Spe- I mean, it would be something specific. Like I say, oh, this happened, da da da. But you would be different about it. So that's what made me ask because you you did it like three times, and mm-hmm. so I was like, I have to ask her because. Something is like up that's causing her to react like that to, towards I'm like, me. She think I'm boo with a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't thinking you were that. It was. I was. It was me to myself. Yeah. After what you said, I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I just have to accept it <laughs> and just work through it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So lastly, let's talk about the upper world. So the upper world is uniting with spirit. So this is the ascent or what we often refer to as Mm self-realization where we start to come into our own and realize like there's a moment where we say the middle world and the lower world, there's a fine balance formed, right? 
but it allows us to move into the upper world. And we Mm -hmm. say to ourselves, I'm ready to do what I'm supposed to be here to do. Right. For example, it's so much harder to spiritually awaken to the upper world when our unconscious minds are plagued with childhood traumas, Mm -hmm. trust issues, and poor self-esteem. So when you go through your middle and lower worlds, you rise above all that stuff. You're able to look at yourself and say, okay, yeah, I dealt with that. Mm -hmm. It's not so hard for me to deal with that Mm -hmm. and hear somebody talk about it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm moving on. And that's Mm -hmm. why um, in a recent relationship I had, the person kept telling me that I was upset about being called a boy when I was younger. Now, yes, when I was in middle school, yes, very mm-hmm, much so. Mm-hmm. But I have since worked through that. Mm-hmm. So to keep hearing this person telling me like, oh, you're just upset because your dad made you a boy or you were a tomboy and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep it real with you guys. I like my tomboyness. <laughs> I really do. My shoe game is on point. I, I mean, I, I mean, what you want? That sounds so cocky. But <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm letting people know that, like, I am not insecure about that part right. of it. And for people to put that on you, it's like they want you to be insecure about right. that because they don't like that. Right. And I don't need you to like anything about me because I like me. Exactly. So excuse me for how I just sounded. That was not my aim. Or, uh, I'm sorry, also that could be a jealousy, too, towards that as well. Towards, what do you mean? Towards, you know, you as the person, like, being jealous that you do have a shoe game. You do, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, that could be, yeah. And and I've had people tell me that before, too. Oh, that person's just jealous because, yeah. you know. And I was just like, it was just a, am I a tomboy? Yes. Do I know how to dress up like a lady? Yes, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I, wor- <laughs> I work from home. Of course you've home. seen it. Of course I've seen it. I work from home. There's no need for me to go out and put heels on every day. Right. Like, what right. do I need? You know what I'm saying? There's no exactly. need for it. Exactly. But I'm digressing once again because that thought when I said self-esteem, people will beat up your self-esteem when they find a weak point in you and they'll try to beat that up and don't allow people to do that. No. So especially when we're trying to ascent up to our upper world Mm -hmm. and we learn to surrender our egos, meaning caring what somebody else has to say about us. Mm -hmm. doesn't really matter. Ultimately, we understand that everything is what, Tracy? One. (laughs) And we experience this every day, guys. How, Tracy? Please tell the people about (laughs) I know y'all have heard Tracy talking about we are one. Because we we are one because we are we all come from the same source, you guys. That's what makes us all one. Yes, we may simultaneously have different things that we're doing, but ultimately, where do we come from? One source. One source, everybody. Trees. And it's a beautiful that we're so different. Come on. Animals, <laughs> plants. Everything. Grass. And everything she's saying. Dogs. One source, you guys. Crocodile. Makes us all one. <laughs> they gonna snap you up. <laughs> but yes, we're all one. And once you get to that realization, yes. you are well on your way to the ascension process. Yes, you guys. We're all one. Just because I might have a little bit more melanin in my body than you do, doesn't mean that we're different other than we have a different ethnicity. Right. But we're all humans. Yes. Having a spiritual experience. We all have the same breath that breathed into me that brought me to life is the same breath that breathed into you that brought you to life. Yes. Period. Yes. But one myth I do want to bust down and then I'm going to get out of here is that (laughs) a lot of people in the spiritual community think that once you get to the spiritual ascension, that's all that's needed to experience peace and wholeness. And no, that's not correct. Mm -mm. No. (laughs) No. No babies. You got to continuously doing the work. Yes. Especially living in the world that we live in now. And once that changes over into a different world, which people don't believe that can happen, but it can, then you it, it'll be different. And think about it like this too, guys. Like all the negativity that you've gone through makes you you. 
makes you you it lets you know what you can tolerate how strong you are what you can put up with so yeah when you think back to being homeless and living in a car or whatever Mm -hmm. your downtime was that's what it was for me it's a sad time to think about me dealing with that but I know if it ever came down to that again, I know I know how to survive. Yeah. I know I know how to live. And not only that, I appreciate what I do have because I don't want to go back there. Right. Exactly. So don't just take, oh, yes, I meditate and I do crystal therapy and I do mm-hmm. Reiki and this and mm-hmm. that and that's it. No, I'm also very flawed. And I get angry when somebody questions certain yep. things about me. Yep. And I'm not perfect, but I'm working through that. Oh, yeah. It's all part of the spiritual process, It really guys. is. It really, really is. So I'm not going to keep you guys any longer. Next week, we're going to talk about the five phases of the spiritual journey. Because I really okay. want us to get into this conversation. Yes. Um, living a spiritual life has completely changed my life. Oh, yeah. Mine and my too. outlook. Oh, um, yeah. When we started the show today, I was feeling a certain way, and I feel so much better even just talking about this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. It just lifts me up. Yes. It just really, really, really does, which lets me further know what my calling is, yes. is to share our experiences and how we are uplifting ourselves yeah. so that we can help other people. Because yes. We're not perfect. We still go through our journeys and our struggles mm-hmm. and our everything. And we're always going to go through our journeys and our struggles. Yeah. You will never meet Tracy or I and we're going to frown down at you or think that we're better than because we're right. on this path or we're doing this. Or never, we're doing ever. That. Never. Never. So with that, Tracy, do you have anything you would like to add? Um, no, just like, you know, in the beginning when you mentioned if anybody needs help going through this journey, reach out to us. Yes, we have tools. We'd love to help you through it. Mm-hmm. We have anything, any questions. And if we don't have an answer, we'll find it. Yes. So please reach out to us and we'll talk about how you can reach us at the end of the show. Of course. So with that, <laughs> I will say peace. Did you know the sky is blue because it reflects off the ocean? The lioness is the hunter. The sun is the largest star. Crystals form in earth. Dogs can smell cancer. Newborns don't share tears. Naps could save your life. Grapes light on fire in the microwave. Lobsters have clear blood. Potato chips cause the most weight gain. Did Did you you know? Did you know the three light traffic signal was invented by an African-American man in 1923? Garrett Morgan was born in Paris, Kentucky on March 4, 1877. He was the son of an enslaved parent and the seventh of 11 children. With only an elementary school education, the black inventor Garrett Morgan improved what is commonly known as the traffic light. Morgan's was one of the first three light systems that were invented in the 1920s, resulting in widespread adoption of the traffic lights we take for granted today. Thanks to the successes of his other inventions, Morgan had bought a car, and as a motorist, he witnessed a severe car accident at an intersection in his city of Cleveland, Ohio. Morgan decided a device was needed to keep cars, buggies, and pedestrians from colliding. His traffic signal was designed to stand on a street corner and notify vehicles and walkers whether they should stop or go. In response, he decided to expand on the current traffic light by adding a yield component, warning oncoming drivers of an impending stop. He took out the patent for the creation in 1923, and the U.S. Patent Office granted it to him on November 20th of the same year to which the rights to the invention were eventually purchased by General Electric. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? And now, the love vibration. Welcome to the love vibration today, you guys. Um, The question of today is, how do you keep yourself from becoming lost in your current relationship? So basically, I would say, focus more on yourself and don't put too much focus on the other person. I mean, yes, you want to when you're with them, 
that's when you focus on them. Mm -hmm. But when you're away from them, don't keep them playing in your mind all the time because then you're putting too much and then you always want to be with them and get hobbies, do whatever you need to do. You know, don't dish your friends for this person. You know, if you already have plans with your friends and then he comes along and says, hey, you know, or she comes along, depending on what the situation is, like, Come on, keep your plans that you've had already with your friends. Agreed, agreed. I would say just don't get lost into the other person. And they're asking, how do you do that? By having your own stuff. Yeah. What do you like to do? Do you, yes. do you like me, I like making jewelry. Yep. I like walks at the park, mm-hmm. I, on the beach, sunsets. Like, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> but She's so silly. Literally having your own separate time as yes. well. So that way, when they're away, you miss them and you want to see exactly. them. Exactly. You know, but he's doing his thing. You you're do, doing your yes. thing. And then you guys later come together yep. to make something together. Yep. Or, you know, even if you're not doing something together, you're just spending that time. Exactly. You know, and so. that's that that is exactly how it should be, because too many times <laughs> We, we do get ourselves lost, and then we, we isolate ourselves from other people, even family sometimes. I know I've done it. And then after things go south, guess what? You want to come back into the fold. Mm-hmm. But you should always still be in the fold. Mm-hmm. Your family and friends were there before this person walked into your life or came into your experience, and they're going to be there afterwards if, you know, they're true friends. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because it's like, I mean, yeah. But then you should tell them about themselves, too, so that that'll help them going further, going forward. I mean, in another relationship saying, you know what? I understand when you're with somebody, you know, you want to. But, you know, you kind of dissed us. Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? And I don't think people should do that. I don't either. I just feel like that's where we go left, because then what happens? (laughs) You get so involved in your partner, male, female, doesn't matter to me. Right. And then things don't work out for whatever the reason mm-hmm. is. Now you sitting over here in the corner crying and nobody calling because you haven't called anybody. No one coming to check <laughs> on you because you ain't called to check on nobody. So you over exactly. here sitting in a depressed mess. Exactly. And it is sad, but that's the reality because you gave everything to this other person and mm-hmm. you neglected this other part of who you are. Yes. Your relationship is not everything. No. It is a good part of who you are and you're right. sharing your life with this person, right. but you're sharing your life with your friends too. Exactly. So a relationship is not just an intimate one. That is a form of a relationship, right. but exactly. your friends are also relationships. Right. And then you, you saying that too, it can go vice versa. Cause sometimes a person will be in a relationship with somebody and they spend too much time with their friends. Right. And they don't give the time, they don't give the time for that relationship to build and, and grow. grow and develop. Yep. So that's the flip side of it too. You got to balance yeah. it out. If you're not ready for a relationship, don't, don't get in, do don't get into one. Don't do it girl. <laughs> <laughs> Work on self. Stay on the spiritual path. um, There you go. And you can continue your spiritual path too while you're in a relationship. You can. I'm teasing. And it's actually (laughs) sometimes better because you're going through situations and it helps you grow. And yes, it's yes. Yeah. I'm 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 kidding you guys. (laughs) I kid. I kid. Um, Kind of. But just don't lose yourself in that other man or that other woman because at the end of the day, all you have is you. Yeah. Really. Whether the relationship works or not. Right. All you have is you. And you want to keep your relationships healthy. You do. You know, so just stick to your hobbies. Stick to the things that you like to do. Mm-hmm. It, like Tracy said, you already have plans with friends and this person wants to come along. You know what? I already have plans with friends. Don't right. cancel your friends. To go be with this right. other person. Because because you really no. No. Yeah, no there's, because that makes then then that guy is gonna take advantage of you and you or that girl's gonna take advantage of you and they're not gonna treat you the way you deserve to be treated. Agreed. Agreed. You know, so you know, that was uh is there anything else you have to say, Mars? Because no, I think that I think was we pretty, covered it yeah. all. Yeah. So I appreciate that question and um I bid you all love 
and light. Light. Hey, girl. Hey. You got your glass of wine? I do. You have yours? Yes. Are you ready? Ready for what? A social conversation. Let's do it. On this week's social conversation, so we're going to really talk about something that we've kind of been avoiding talking about because we have our own personal views and we don't want to offend anybody with how we see things because everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, but I think this is something that we do need to discuss because it's everywhere at this yeah, point. It is. The vaccine mandate, y'all. Yes, ma'am. So a lot of companies this week, um, actually since September, yeah. um, have been telling their employees that you either have to be fully vaccinated mm-hmm. or lose your job. Right. And some people just don't want to be vaccinated for their own reasons, whether they just don't want to do it. Um, It's harmful to their whatever medications they're doing, whatever their reason. I don't care, but they don't want to do it. Right. But now it's coming down to your livelihood. Yeah. Like if you don't do it, you're not going to have a job anymore. Right. You know, I know um, our place of employment recently handed that out. And, and when I say the stipulations were strict, the stipulations were strict. Mm-hmm. I mean, they even said if you don't have your second, like, let's say you have your first dose, right? But by December 8th, you haven't had your second um, dose. Mm-hmm. You are on unpaid leave for 30 days. Like, they are not playing. Do you know what could happen in 30 days? (laughs) You could lose your apartment, your home, like, whatever. So what's your thoughts on this, Tracy? How do you feel about, I mean, you don't have to personally tell me what you're going to do or anything like that, but what do you think? I feel that, I mean, I think it's kind of evasive a little bit because you're, uh, they're forcing people like to do something, right. you know what I mean? It's like, there's people, I mean, people should have a choice to be vaccinated or not, period. Right. I, I mean, agree. if you want to do it, do it. If you don't, don't. Right. But I don't think that it should affect your livelihood. I don't think it should affect your life in any kind of way. I mean, did they do that for the flu shots? I mean, I know this is a vaccine, but they ask for flu shots every year, right? They say, oh, you know, you should take your flu shot, blah, 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 blah. But did they do that for the flu shot? Did they well, say, I don't, you don't know the stats the on the flu shot. Did the flu shot, when the, when the flu influenza first was diagnosed, were a lot of people dying from it? I don't know. Well, I, I've, well, from <laughs> studies or, and situations that I've seen and heard, mm-hmm. that a lot, of, a lot more people did die of the flu. Mm. But, um, it, I, I don't, but they didn't consider that like a, a pandemic or anything like right. that. And um, I don't even know, like the flu shot, doesn't it change every year too? It does. So is the vaccine going to change every year? Because I'm sure that if they're mandating this for you to keep a job, I'm sure every year, depending on how it goes, it could be six months to every year, you're going to have to get another shot, mm-hmm. right? But is that going to be... To keep your job or just to keep you healthy? Right. And see, that I don't know yet. Um, The way it's looking, it might possibly be to keep your job. Mm -hmm. Um, I know how it was worded at our place of employment, along with hundreds of other, Mm -hmm. is if you have a federal contract with the government. Yeah. Meaning your company gets some kind of funds Mm -hmm. from the federal government, Mm -hmm. then it is um, a mandate, which, as you stated, is not law. However... They are treating it like such and saying that we'll take your job if you don't do it. Right. So um, it's it's a peculiar space to be in. And that's Mm -hmm. what I was talking about earlier with the stress. So then it comes down to a decision. Do you just fold and say, okay, let me just go get the the um, vaccine and let's move on with life? Mm -hmm. Or do you stand your ground if you're a person who doesn't want to be vaccinated, that is, and say, no, I'm not doing it and I'm going to go out here and I'm going to go get another job where I don't have to, you know, I can right. make my own hours doing whatever it is. Right. So, you know, a lot of people are being faced with those decisions, like within the next few weeks, president, present company included. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit stressful um, knowing that 
you could just lose your job based on a vaccination. Right. It's and, like- you know, like nobody says anything about me eating pizza every week. So why are you saying anything right. about me having a vaccine? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Eating pizza every week could kill me. You right. know, just like they're saying. Just like um, smoking cigarettes can kill you. Right. Yeah. So, but nobody's saying anything about that. So it's, it's you know, to me, I feel, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Violated almost because, yeah. and what I mean by that is like, whether I get vaccinated or not. Right. Doesn't matter. Even if I am vaccinated, even if I'm not, the fact that somebody's telling me what I can or cannot put in, what I can't, what I have to put, put in, in my, my body. body in order to get a paycheck. That's the part that bothers me. Yeah. You know, because and it's, I don't, yeah, it's not right. It's not. And I don't knock anybody for having at a vaccine all, at all. You do what's best for you. It's right. not even about having it or not. It's about being able to choose. And yeah. You know, it's like your freedoms. If you don't, if you don't know this now, if you're not seeing it now, whether you're vaccinated or not, freedoms are being taken away. Period. And that's the part that's disturbing. Yeah. I don't care if you've taken it. I don't care if you haven't. I really don't. I'm gonna love you either way. Exactly. I don't really care. Right. Um, I've actually had COVID and I lived through it and <laughs> I was fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was. It was a struggle. I'm not gonna sit here and act like it was a walk in the park. It was a struggle, but I Mm self-medicated here at home. And I'm going to tell you what did it for me. Elderberry syrup. Mm. Elderberry syrup was the cure Mm -hmm. for anybody who's suffering. It's not the best tasting, but it worked. (laughs) And let me, I'm going to add something to that. Anybody that does not choose to take the vaccine, even if you, even if you have taken the vaccine, boost your immune system system right work on boosting that immune system constantly with the foods that you put into your body with the like vitamins or whatever it is whatever you can do do your research because there's a lot of things out there that helps boost the immune system if you know that there is something called ASEA that helps with your immune system too I you know that that I take um also, olive vera juice helps boost the immune system. People don't know that. Um, but there's a whole bunch of, even, even mushrooms. Like there's, um, and I can't remember which mushrooms it is. I don't know if it's the white mushrooms or, but mushrooms help with the immune system too. So just continuously work on your immune system, whether you took the vaccine or not. Right. And for those that are struggling with a decision to make, do I stay with my job? Do mm-hmm. I go... I would say go within. Yes. And if you decide that you don't want to stay on at your job, know you will be taken care of some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Something will happen for you. And if you do stay at your job, you know, good for you that you Mm -hmm. you were able to make a decision and Mm -hmm. move on with life and not have to worry. The one thing that I would say to all of our listeners is with no judgment, no judgment at all. I wish all of you peace and love with your decision because I know it's not easy. No, and I know, no. you know, some of you, a lot of our followers don't want to be vaccinated. Um, I interact with some of you and this is what some of you are saying. And I understand that. But then there's also some of you who do believe in the vaccine. And I understand that as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying on both sides of the fence, no judgment on either side. Do what's best for you. Yes, you have to do what's best for you. Do what's best for you. Don't let anybody sway your decision because at the end of the day, this is your life. Exactly. You have to deal with this. Exactly. Not your mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, auntie. Right. Anybody. Yeah. And it's like, I remember my um, neighbor, it was interesting because she told me, she goes, she goes, I don't know what you're going to think. She goes, but I did get, I'm like, I don't think anything. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, you got to do what's best for you, girl. Right. And it's like, and so that's what, that's why I went to that because she felt that people judged her. Like I I knew when she said that she felt that people were probably judging her that she did do it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it goes both ways. Don't judge a person that doesn't want to do it. And don't judge the person that has to do it, has has done it because you're going to do what's best for you. You're right. And you don't know a person's reason for taking it or not. Exactly. So it's like, who are you to judge a person? Oh, my God. You're the 
what did they say? You're the dirty one or something I saw on TV the other day they were talking the about. The dirty one. They were calling the people who um, got vaccinated dirty. <gasps> yeah, and the, and they were like, you know, because there, there were some people protesting this mandate. Oh, it was on I the see. News. I see. And so there were people on the other side who didn't get vaccinated and ones that got vaccinated and that didn't get vaccinated people were telling the ones that got vaccinated that they were dirty and this and that. See, that's not cool, though. That is not cool. That's not cool. And it's because not true. It, no, it's not. And it's like, see, again, what did we talk about before? That separation stuff. You know, I don't like that. Right. It's like you're causing divide. Right. That's that. We don't want to divide. We want to unite. Right. Come together. Especially you know what right I mean? now. Especially now. It's like we need everybody needs to be there for one another. It's like, you know, like early on this whole situation that we're going through right now, we talked about how people were not speaking to their family members, losing friendships, breaking up like marriages partying because of how they felt each about this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Come on, really? I mean, didn't creator give us free will? Yeah. That is a birthright. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's being taken from us. That's my only issue is like, why do you get to say what I put in my body? Like, right. I have to walk around in this body. Exactly. Just like you mentioned earlier. I like that analysis or analogy. Sorry. That you mentioned about if I want to eat pizza every day, then I'm going to eat pizza every day. Right. So what if something happened and they told people, okay, you can no longer have your favorite food. Right. How are you going to feel about that? I mean, I know it's not the same, if, like, powerful effect as putting, you know, like an illness that can happen because of, you know, being vaccinated or not or whatever. Um, but you're still, your right or your freedom is still being taken away because you're not, they're telling you you can't have this or you can't do this. You're going to lose something if you eat this or if you don't take this or what have you that I think that that part is the messed up part. And it is. And, and that, and that people are going to lose their jobs behind a possible decision. And it's, it's hard, but I stand with whoever decides not to, I stand with whoever decides to same, whatever you decide to do, do what's best for you. I know we repeat that over and over, but that is do what's best for you. Right. Do what's best for your body. <laughs> you know what it is? My dog is over here sneezing, you guys. It's the oil burner. Yeah. I don't know if you guys hear him sneezing. My- <laughs> oh, Bubba. You should see his face. Come on. <laughs> so you're right. I, it is that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you guys. So just be kind to everybody. Under- be understanding with everybody's decision, whatever they make. You know what I mean? Be understanding because there are some people out there that do have a hard decision to make because they have to figure out what they're going to do if they do not abide by this, you know, mandate and lose their their job. There's somebody that um, mentioned to me that they didn't want to take the mandate and they've been at their job for I mean, they didn't want to take the mandate. They didn't want to take the vaccine. (laughs) They didn't want to take the vaccine, but, and they've been at their job for 30 years. Wow. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what are you going to do? Like, they don't know what they're going to do yet, but they don't want to take it. They said, so. Well, more power to that person. And I, you know, I'll keep you in my thoughts. Yes. All beautiful, loving vibrational energy you know (laughs) so that's all i had for this week's social conversations and i will say peace what's on your radar what's on my radar what's on your radar what's on my radar what's on your radar what's on my radar what's on your radar marcy girl Ooh. What is on your radar, child? So what's on my radar is the show Insecure. Insecure. Yes, by Issa Rae. Issa's my best friend. I love Issa. <laughs> I like 
her too. She's very down to earth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So last week the show started. Today is episode two. But there was a part in that show. There's one of the characters. Um, her name is Tiffany Dubois, I think is her last name. The um, character Amanda Seals plays. Okay. So in the first episode, she they go back to Stanford uh, for their 10-year reunion. Mm-hmm. And she was an AKA, the sorority, right? Oh, okay. So in the show, she was... Because she was the character now, okay, Mm -hmm. was supposed to be an AKA. So she wore the letters. She got ripped from A to Z for wearing the letters as an actress. Are you serious? I am so serious. And people, and she even went on her social media and was like, you know, I'm so glad I, I have therapy in my life because this is why people kill themselves. Oh, with wow. the way people were talking trash to her and how she represented them and this and that, the AKAs and all that stuff. And I don't know about sororities and all that stuff. I don't stuff. either. I know that their colors are pink and green. Um, And I even have some family that belongs to that sisterhood. But mm-hmm. I thought that was a little ridiculous. She's a character on a show. And she even went on, I am not a soror, nor have I ever been. Um, I am a character on a show mm. playing a soror. Why is everybody so upset? But everybody was upset that she had their colors on and was wearing their letters. And I just thought that was the silliest thing ever. Wow. People think about, they get upset about the dumbest stuff. That yeah. was, that's just dumb. It's a Strangest. TV show. It's, yeah. Why would you get upset about that? It's a, it's a TV show. It's just like any other character playing I mean, a fraternity or a sorority. Was, were they putting? Was she? Was was it being put in a bad light? Or Not something? at all. As a matter of fact, um, the creator of the show. Actually, I don't know if it was the creator or the writer of that mm-hmm. episode, Melina Matsukas. She said that she was. She directed the show. Excuse me. She mm-hmm. said that um, she felt that Tiffany, the character, portrayed the AKAs in a bright light. She was beautiful she was educated she was a mom Mm -hmm. she was married she Mm -hmm. had a beautiful home she had a nice career and the parts that they did show she respected herself she wasn't out there like there were some portions of that episode where they were dancing and doing all kinds of crazy stuff she wasn't doing that she was respecting herself so they they represented them really really well and i even saw on twitter where some people were like well i felt like we were represented well so i just felt like Come on, people. And this just goes back to what I was talking about earlier, how we're worrying about social media yes, and this and that. come on. Instead of going within yourself and seeing why you even care about that. Hello. Because it's like, okay. I'm like, okay, yeah. So with that said, <laughs> what, I'm going to say, you guys, get a life. Don't worry about stuff like that. Worry about yourself. Yeah. And it's a TV show. Sit down for the 30 minutes, watch the show, and enjoy it. And enjoy let that for be what that. it is, yes. So that's what's on my radar. What's on your radar? What's on my radar is I got got a new crystal family member. Yay, crystal (laughs) family member. What kind of crystal? Um, Tourmaline. And it's like a pretty good size. It's um, I went to a store that I haven't been to in like years. It's been like maybe four years, girl. Mm -hmm. That's weird. But um, I went there and I was looking around and I saw this crystal and I was like, ooh, I really like this crystal. This has got to come home with me. So it's at home with me, and it's happy. And I, you know, smudged it and welcomed it to the house and Yay. into the space. So, yeah, we're, it's it's all good. I love it. It's beautiful. Well, congratulations, little tourmaline. You got a good home. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So I guess that's going to do it for our radar. But I want to know what is... The crystal of the week. The crystal of the week is Moldavite. Moldy. Okay. (laughs) You like moldy? Yes. Okay. So Moldavite is a forest green, olive green, or blue greenish in color. Mm -hmm. Okay. It connects to the crown, third eye, and heart chakras. Moldavite was named by Armand Dufresnoy after the town of Moldavitian in Bohemia. Oh, okay. Moldavite is called the Holy Grail Stone 
and has a high vibration and intense frequency. That's true. Yes. It's also nicknamed the Stone of Transformation as it's an amazing transformation crystal. Many people consider Moldavite to have come to Earth to help the planet rise above its current state. I think we need a lot more Moldavite mm-hmm. now. We need a backpack. <laughs> we need it to cover the whole yes, planet. Sure okay. Do. This is why Moldavite is used heavily for healing rituals of the Earth chakra nice you know in addition moldavite is a stone that is used for those who want to magnify the vibrations of their other types of crystals that i didn't know that it did i didn't know that either i knew quartz did that yeah but i didn't know and i, didn't... I know citrine does that too yes um there are claims that moldavite possesses metaphysical properties as if you gaze into a more translucent piece of the gemstone while you're meditating, you will find that it is far simpler to connect with the higher powers in the universe and your higher self. Very nice. Yes, Moldavite is is dope. <laughs> I don't think I have any Moldavite. I know I have one tumbled piece somewhere, but I have so many crystals around here, I couldn't tell you which room it's in, but I know I have one, that's it. Yeah, I have some jewelry in Moldavite, so. And Sounds I like, like I need to get it. me some. <laughs> Yes, I think you would. I think you would like having it. I would like to have a big piece of it, though. Yeah. You know, to have in the house. But anyway, that is the radar for this week. And well, right. I think that's going to be our show for the week, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we are so grateful that you guys are joining us each and every week. Please, please continue to reach out to us on our social media platforms. On Facebook, it is still Two Libras and a Gemini, the podcast. On Instagram, it is A Libra and a Gemini. On YouTube, it is A Libra and a Gemini, the podcast. Mm -hmm. And our email is the same, A Libra and a Gemini, the podcast at gmail.com. Yes, ma'am. Please feel free to reach out to us on any of these platforms. We check them all. Let us know what you guys are doing as far as this vaccine mandate where you are in your spiritual journeys and if you guys are putting too much effort into your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend we want to hear from you guys exactly and don't forget to mention that remember we have our little store that we're going to be bringing up even you know soon it's coming soon you know so you guys I, i know we we did a sneak peek of some of the pieces that will be in the store So I hope you guys got a chance to look at those and um, hope you enjoyed that. So until next week, peace. Stay free, free, y'all. Stay Stay free. free.